0: and welcome to how do you drew this is a drew barrymore
1: podcast brought to you by the drewsium.com i'm ashley and i'm anne
0: and thanks for tuning in to our second episode Woohoo! hey it's big deal we came back <laughs> we're here we didn't
1: you know just totally give up after episode one
0: tempting no just kidding It's been a lot. This might be our last. No, (laughs) We have too many topics to cover. (laughs) So speaking of topics, talking about 1998. Yes. Yes. So we this will be our follow up to our first episode where we talk about the second half of 1998 because it's just too much to get into one episode because we have to talk about the release of Ever After and Home Fries. So again, Mm -hmm. Drew everywhere 1998. Yep. Um. So. We did want to do some follow-ups from last episode and also what we're going to be calling oopsie daisies, which are maybe little mistakes that we made in the episode or things that we got wrong or I don't know, that that pretty much sums that up, right? Yeah, clarifying mistakes, yeah. whatever it is. And we already have a couple, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, firstly, we just want to say thank you to everybody who supported the first episode. It's been really fun to see all of your comments and uh, know that people are listening. Uh, we just wanted to remind you that you can send in emails to us at how do you drew pod at gmail.com because we are going to be featuring listener mail. You can tell us what topics you'd like to see us cover. We actually we have not decided what the next one will be, right? Nope. Okay. We haven't. Open to suggestions. <laughs> um and One more reminder is that if you go to our website, howdoyoudrew.com, there is a page for every episode and in there, we have a really extensive gallery of photos that correspond to everything we talked about.
1: Yep. And thank you to Ashley for pulling those all
0: together. (laughs) Sure. I think there's like 25 (laughs) pictures from the last episode. Like I just kept, as I was listening back to it, I was like, ah, I got to include something from that, from this, from this. We want to make sure that if whether you were there or not in 1998, as a <laughs> yeah. fan, that you can kind
1: of get a sense of what we're talking about.
0: Yeah, um, or if something's like oh, you're like oh, I kind of remember that. What is that again? Go look the photos yeah. there. We just yeah. we just did that with our friend Jolena. Hi, this yeah. is Jolina again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and say um, apologize for the kind of glitchy sounds in our audio. Um, so just so everybody knows, we're recording from separate sides of the country yeah. um i'm in maine so i'm on the east coast and ashley is in nevada so closer to the west coast so we're you know doing this remotely um <laughs> so it's it you know provides some kind of challenge for us and we're figuring it out so thanks for patience with us getting the sound all
0: pretty for you yeah we're trying a different we're, i have a little more stable internet so i'm recording this time and we'll see if that makes a difference if not Passing our fingers. just bear with us we'll get there. <laughs> We're still um, new at this, and- you guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're getting there. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and just admit something that I didn't realize. I
0: already know what's so, coming.
1: So teen people, <laughs> I kind of, kind of maybe talked a little crap about teen people. <laughs> Accidentally, you know, I had never really thought, or maybe I haven't thought, for 20 years about the fact that teen people is the teen version of people magazine <laughs> so they do in fact have a reason a justified reason to have great photo shoots
0: I'm sorry they have resources <laughs> yes
1: I'm sorry Add teen people past
0: tense, past tense.
1: <laughs> either way um the oopsie is just that I was like thinking of teen people as like teen bop
0: you know, like yeah, t- <laughs> or like um, Twist. Remember that really oh, crappy God. teen magazine.
1: <laughs> God. So, Teen People is a higher caliber of teen mags. Turns out. <laughs> um. Still, you know, it's still is surprising that it had such a great photo shoot. Just when you think of something like that, like that caliber of that Teen People shoot from nineteen ninety eight feels like something that would have been in Us magazine, or- like a major
0: publication. Yes. Yeah. So,
1: anyway. You know, just wanted to point out. You're brave to admit that you never made
0: that connection.
1: <laughs> Even though it was the, the like subtitle on the magazine.
0: <laughs> and they had the same anyway. logo. <laughs> you know. It's okay. You were like 14. Get, cut yourself some slack. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. And then a mistake I made when we were talking about the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. I was like, I bet that was like the first year that ever happened in 1998. Well, I went and looked. And I guess it had existed since the late 80s. Is that surprising to you? I never would have thought. And it still exists, by the way. So, um, okay, yeah, I was wrong about that. I'm sure there's so, some Nickelodeon fans who were up in arms when they heard me say that. <laughs> yeah, so, th-
1: so there's a Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Award legacy that we Essentially. must honor. <laughs>
0: Essentially, that orange blimp. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, so I put this in the notes, but I didn't explain it to you. I found out something pretty interesting. Um, okay. So we, t- we were talking a lot about Detour magazine, right? Yep. And I was trying to find out when it went out of business, which I s- was very difficult to find. I did find an article in like 2001 that they were basically like going broke and we're down to a couple issues a uh, year. So that's about when it was. But as I was researching it, I found out that one of the co-founders of Detour left and started Flaunt magazine which totally makes sense. That makes so
1: much sense.
0: I know. So I thought that was kind of a cool little tidbit. That's Uh, super cool. And and I can't wait to
1: talk about episodes of, I mean, sorry. Episodes of of (laughs) Flaunt. Let me try that again. I can't wait to talk
0: about issues of Flaunt that featured Drew. She was in the second ever issue of Flaunt, just like (laughs) people. Isn't that crazy? That, that's great I've forgotten that too yeah so anyway. I think picture the
1: cover I know <laughs> and love so, it
0: I thought that was a fun little thing to share cool and they're still around flaunt by the way
1: oh I I didn't know that either yeah
0: I I went down a rabbit hole.
1: Turns out I don't know a lot of things.
0: Y'all are going to find out quickly. It turns out I have a weird memory and brain that captures random trivia and it serves no purpose in life, but it will, it will serve me well on this podcast. Yes, it will. Yes, it will.
1: And it will serve, it will serve me as your partner.
0: <laughs> That's why we're a good team. <laughs> okay. And we do have one last thing to mention. Because I think we should like really take the time to give a thank you. You want to say?
1: Yeah, sure. So we wanted to make sure we thanked our friend Matt Costa for our theme song. Oh my gosh. So literally came together kind of last second. We were editing the episode and realized that we didn't have a theme yet. The night before we put it out. And Ashley reached out to our old friend who we've been following for over 20 years. Oh my gosh. Um, And... He replied as I was falling asleep on the East coast to Ashley on the West coast. (laughs) He replied,
0: yeah, I'll do it. LOL.
1: (laughs) And then sent our beautiful theme song. Within
0: five minutes, by the way, he sent it so fast. So thank you, Matt. We're pretty lucky. Pinching ourselves for real. Okay. So as we mentioned before, we would love to have really a lot of interaction with you guys and include listener mail which we haven't gotten any yet this is your reminder to send some but (laughs) you've got mail we did get our first review yay (laughs) that's so exciting (laughs) so do you want to read it and tell who was nice enough to do this and by the way you could all leave reviews if you want to that would be awesome and don't we make just Chris-
1: might read it on the podcast. Yeah.
0: Don't make him be the only one to ever leave a review. You could join that trend. <laughs> yeah.
1: So our old Drewby friend, Chris, who ran a couple fan sites over the years, I think he even hosted Drew Barrymore's site for a yes, little while. That's accurate. Um, he left us this really lovely review. So the the title of it is excellent first episode. Yeah. He said it's very surreal remembering most of the things you mentioned in the podcast feeling like they happened yesterday i also made so many online druby friends over the years many of whom i met irl and am still close with today drew has indirectly impacted so many lives in such a positive way i can't imagine how different my life would have been without her being part of it i love the strong friendship you have as a result of a drew your drew fandom great job. You keep me sitting at my computer, listening to the entire thing when I should be sleeping, (laughs) looking forward to future episodes. So so thanks so much, Chris. Thank Thank you you so much.
0: And by the way, Chris hosts our website, thedrewsium.com and howdyodrew.com. So uh, we really appreciate he's always been there to help us with all kinds of technical problems. And we'll get into that actually, because we are going to talk about the history of our website, which we totally forgot to mention in the first episode no big deal. (laughs) Um, okay. So the Druzeum that's, that's our website. That's we've been, gosh, how many years now? Six. You're
1: going to make me do math on the spot. I think 16, right? Yeah. 16 years. Yeah. So like almost 16 and a half years. How is that possible? Okay.
0: Wow. That's weirding me out. So in 2005 uh is when we started thinking about this. And I was watching this show, I guess it was on a and E. I I went and looked it up and it was called The Incurable Collector. And it was just a half hour show that featured different people who were collectors of various things. And it um, really inspired me. In fact, I found one episode online and even just watching the beginning of it, I started getting like, I got to start going to flea markets again. I got (laughs) to (laughs) start like that feeling. And we had such big collections at that point. I don't know. It just seemed like a logical step to f- create a website where we could showcase the items in our Drew collections.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I can say is that, and this is still the case. And I think when Ashley brought this idea up to me, um, I was thinking, "Oh, this is a different concept of a fan site because right. it's not the type of fan site where you're showing." I mean, we. We, I mean, we've loved these fan sites over the years. We kind of were raving about, like we met through these kind of fan communities, but we wanted our website to be um, a museum of our collections, hence the name, the Druseum. Right. And and um, I don't know, just we wanted this to be something different and we still kind of, We try to make it clear that we wouldn't feature something on the site unless we had it in our
0: collection (laughs) i still Um, don't know that that's clear enough people don't still don't quite seem to understand no everything on the site we own (laughs) yeah
1: i mean the other the one thing that's i mean a little bit difficult is that it's not it is two collections because it's ashley's collection and my collection and we just kind of put it all up there we don't say whose is whose and i still kind of think of it as our you know it's featuring our collection and i and we can talk about our future kind of pie in the sky goals about the museum, but <laughs> yeah. we can get into that more in the more you know once our podcast is wildly popular and we have <laughs> We're very so many funds coming in and we don't know what to do with them, <laughs>
0: exactly. we can reach these goals. So actually,
1: did you want to talk about the origin of the name?
0: Yeah. So I don't know if you remember this, but it actually was a subconscious reference. Like we did not purposely say, "Oh, the museum," because that was used at one point no we came up with the drusium i don't remember which one of us it's just like an obvious pun mm-hmm. and later on i don't remember how we discovered that um missy who we talked about in the first episode one of her fan sites had a little section called the drusium but it was spelled with a z instead of an s and it, i guess i barely remember but i think it just featured some of the like unique items in her collection
1: Okay. So yeah, I remember us discovering it. I couldn't remember if it was before or after we came up with the name. Um, and I couldn't remember the contents of it. I'm so curious if we can access it. Yeah, so We have to see if we can access it via um
0: the way Internet that, Archive. Yeah. It was definitely on the blue one, which I think was until there was Drew. Maybe okay. Missy can chime in and let us know. Um, and I want to say it was kind of like random movie memorabilia like maybe that wedding singer lipstick that we talked about in the first episode okay might have okay. been one of things in there um I don't even think it featured magazines because that would be like a whole separate thing yeah but yeah. uh yeah so later on we were like whoops it kind of stole that name but <laughs> it works it sticks like Drew's very aware of it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's mentioned this a couple times on tv which is very strange and really cool. (laughs) I still don't believe it. Um, but anyway, so we spent a lot of 2005 scanning and photographing. In fact, the way we used to do things is just so different from how we would now, which is pretty funny to think about. It's
1: really funny. If I think there might still be some things on the site that have our first watermarks and they're, they're hideous. Um, (laughs) But you know what? You know, you know we did all that work.
0: Yeah, going yeah. back and re-scanning everything. <laughs> we I mean, didn't even I, I, save I, the scans, the original scans back then. It was like no. I mean, 2005, you guys. I don't even know how much space my laptop had.
1: <laughs> it was probably like a gig. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my first laptop literally was a gig. Literally, I remember it yep. perfectly. It's so mind blowing. It's a trip. Um, but yeah, so we spent a lot of time at my apartment. You remember and we were just like getting it all ready and we yep. we created the site I guess we were using true html right so I I remember
1: kind of doing a really bad backend, mm-hmm. but I think we switched over from that relatively quickly within a couple of years we switched over to some other form
0: so yeah we, mm-hmm. we were it we were took not... a while though no I don't think it was a well you know what you're probably right it probably feels like it was a bunch of years but yeah, I think you might be right. I <laughs> take it I, back. <laughs>
1: I don't. I don't remember exactly, but yes, I do remember trying to learn how to like put a table inside of a table. Oh yeah, like there yeah. were all these things, that, and it was not. It was like very bare bones. I can picture actually like our coming soon page. It was oh, literally just it a was graphic. Really cute though. We can. Uh, I have to look at it again. We yeah, can we, show should, we should screenshots. We should maybe post some of our early designs of the site um one thing I'll just mention like so I don't know if you said when we debut debuted the site um but January 16th of 2006 we debuted the site with our whatever our first design was and we used to change the
0: (laughs) the header layout like all the time all the time like every couple months at the most. And
1: (laughs) it was very stressful. Like it was like, we really had to, you know, keep it fresh. And I don't
0: know why we put that pressure on ourselves. It's like another holiday is coming up. We got a theme, the header image to a whole whole new thing. (laughs) Not only that, but also just, we were like going
1: pun crazy Oh yeah, on all of the posts. Like anytime we made an update, it had to have a hundred puns or like (laughs) wordplay. Yep. And you know this, and Ashley has always kind of taken on a lot of the making the posts and putting the things on the site. Like I've done more of like the I did the layout, so I was doing the Photoshop. Yeah. So it was a lot of things where like Ashley and I maybe together at first were doing the puns. I think and then, so.
0: And then, and then it we kind were kind of kinda began, like, okay, why are we going over the top trying? We to be should go so... post a
1: couple of those too. Like I don't a think
0: couple of the first that updates. would be pretty hard to find. So part of the history of our website so originally we're on a certain host I'm not going to say their name in case they're still in business I don't want to talk bad but Mm -hmm. I don't know how many years went by but we got hacked Hacked. you know I was just thinking when we started the site it was strictly to show the collection and then we kind of realized hey you know we should probably have a little more information about drew up here so we wrote a really fun biography that i'm still really proud of and we need to update <laughs> like wait a minute i think it ends in like 2014 or something. <laughs> but we did we do have a great biography which i think holds up i looked at it enough and, go, and i'm like you yeah, should we- probably publish yeah i mean <laughs> <laughs> there have been Books written about Drew that by people who have way less knowledge than we yes. do. I can yes. tell you that. <laughs> yes. Um, and you know, then we kind of like we made some fun sections like uh a hairstyle timeline mm-hmm. and uh something we call wardrobe recycle, which shows Drew reusing or rewearing re- uh clothes and accessories over the years, which is a really fun mm-hmm. uh. Yeah, we even have a section devoted to locations. So whether they're from her personal life or movie and filming locations Mm -hmm. and places that we've gone to. So we show our photos and we show like a map of how to get there.
1: We've done a lot we have done a lot. It's been a while since we've like done anything new. And this podcast is like a way for us to rejuvenate. Yeah. We're rejuvenating our own. Like we're showing, Hey, we're still here. We're still the Druzeum. We're still, you know. Yeah.
0: Because we definitely let some of our social media fall by the waist. Check out our Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. If you really want to see Druzeum content. Go to our website, go to our Instagram at yep. Easy, Yeah, yep. <laughs> nice yeah. I guess that's about the story of the website. Um, It's been a cool thing. It's been really fun. And this is really cool to have the, the latest uh, branch of the Drewseum be a podcast. One more new segment we're going to introduce is called What's New with Drew, where we will talk about what's going on in the last week. Can't use the name Drew's News because she already took that for her (laughs) talk show. (laughs) There hasn't been a lot in the last week. I wrote down just like a couple little things, but Flower Films is on Instagram, which is pretty, does that feel wild to you? It feels wild, but it also,
1: I was a little bit confused. I didn't remember following the account like a couple months ago. And then when I saw the new post, I was like, oh, cool they like must I,
0: have had the account as a placeholder for a long time then
1: or something because i was already following it so
0: yeah.
1: either way stoked i'm happy yeah. to see that they're maybe going to post things on
0: there i hope that they actually don't just show here's some screenshots from our movies which yeah. is great but i mean we have an amazing flower film section on the jerseum there's some cool mm-hmm. stuff that they could share <laughs> if they want to totally. help guys just ring us up <laughs> yeah flower films people you know us you know I us. think that they um started because they have a a documentary that's out on Netflix called stay on board the Leo Baker story and mm-hmm. I checked the credits and it looks like the only person who's involved with it is Ember Truesdale she mm-hmm. is a producer of it, and she's been with Flower Films on and off since 2000, according to our Christmas cards. I went back and looked. Wow! Oh. <laughs> and she's an executive producer on the Drew Barrymore show. So cool! Yeah, awesome for Ember. I definitely want to check it out. Did you watch the trailer?
1: I did watch the trailer, and I'm really excited about it. Yeah, it looks um, cool. I've always kind of loved skateboarding and skateboarders. Oh, that's true. yeah. So, so I'm I'm quite excited. I wasn't familiar with Leo Baker, but um. Yeah, I'm quite excited to watch it.
0: I was, okay. I was like,
1: I was like, wait, Flower Films produced this. Like, I know. Cool. I was so, I was stoked, and I'm really looking forward to
0: watching it. Okay, we'll have to both watch it soon, and then we'll talk about it on the show. Cool. Um, and then the only other thing is that it does look like the Drew Barrymore show has started filming some segments. They're not doing like guests and audience stuff yet, but um, I saw Pilar, um, who Drew did rebel homemaker with uh she just filmed a segment and she posted a really cute picture of her and drew i'll share that and then they were in las vegas and oh god (laughs) that sucks (laughs) and i tried really hard to find out what they were doing so drew went to um our local news station um news three which was cool and i was so I thought, okay, if they're just filming a bunch of stuff privately, like she said she was interviewing Katy Perry, that's fine. Whatever. That's a bummer they're here and I can't like go see them or anything. But yep. then I saw a picture where they filmed in public, literally right outside, like like a foot from where I had just eaten dinner, no. <laughs> like a couple weeks earlier like of all the places it's in resorts world which is huge there's so many places it happened to be right in front of that restaurant like are you kidding me I know so bummed that I missed that I'm hoping maybe now that we have an established podcast next time (laughs) I can show my credentials
1: So now we're going to get into the second half of 1998. So make sure you've listened to episode one of our podcast.
0: So you don't think that we completely skipped over The Wedding Singer.
1: You know what? It's not important at all. I mean,
0: (laughs) not a a turning point in her career at all. No, not at all. (laughs) We didn't really talk about the fact that it was so successful, by the way. I think we did kind of skip over it, if I'm
1: thinking now. Yeah, but I mean, it's something,
0: well we will have an episode where we talk about the movie
1: but yeah Yeah, it was
0: a big we did not talk about the success yeah Yeah. it was a big big deal and it was you know what gosh i'm having all these memories now it was very popular um at my high school like everybody everybody quoted it it even got voted favorite movie and drew was voted favorite actress and i think adam was favorite actor i'm gonna have to pull out a yearbook and look but that's super funny yeah i feel like it was very in the ether at least in my high school (laughs) okay no i think i think that might have been kind of a common um
1: experience i don't know
0: all right we'll save that for the wedding singer episode yes yes let's Um, fast forward to july and august of 1998.
1: um i just want to say i feel like this is probably when i like really was in it at this point and I think that we kind of expressed that a bit, but like, this was early fandom for me. I would have been 13 going on 14. <laughs> um, so weird. And uh, yeah, so some of the stuff we're talking about, especially magazines, are mm-hmm. things that trigger this like early collecting sort of oh, oh yeah, that memory for me. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's, it's hard to put into words, but if you know it, you know it. Yep, <laughs> yep. <Yeah, yeah. laughs> So this is the time when Ever After is coming out. So, man, that was there was a lot of marketing behind that movie. Oh, yeah. Like, do you remember the postcards? Of course, why am I saying do you remember? Oh, I my remember. God. The postcards so that were any- in the
1: magazines. Yeah. So anybody who was collecting at that time knows. Um, I remember I don't remember necessarily like seeking out the different ones in magazines, but definitely when I knew that there were. Like, did, do you remember looking through magazines for them yeah. or do you kind so,
0: okay. um, earlier, so I guess two years earlier when Romeo and Juliet came out, it's the same studio, mm. 20th century oh. Fox, they did them too. So I had all the Romeo and Juliet ones. Like I thought they were all up on my walls. And, uh, so I was like, I know what this is and I got to get the full set. And I actually did <laughs> not, <laughs> there was one set that I didn't get for years. Like I never, was it the red find. one? Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So I was just going to say, I remember like having the blue one, the green one. So let's just kind of give, give the audience a little bit of understanding. <laughs> so magazine, they would put like different sets in different magazines and it would be like, collect them all. And I don't remember if there are four or five, of course we can There's
0: five check. sets and okay. each that has two.
1: Okay. So it was sort of like, you'd have to go to different, was it, do you know which magazines? It was like definitely like. I mean, like,
0: 17, obviously for sure. Yes. Probably yes. teen, YM, yes. all those kinds of magazines.
1: Yes. And and they might have one of the sets. Yeah, they would just have one. Every I don't know how many if it was one. just that one month or with yeah. like a two month. I period. think it so, was just in August. And it's it would be funny to figure out do we know which magazine the like dark red one was in? Because it's weird that <laughs> like that, that <laughs> oh, we remember know that I, being hard. I'm
0: looking at him. It's not the red one that I didn't have. It was the orange one. Okay. I'm looking at them right now, I'm like, oh, I, I still barely recognize the orange one because I didn't have it. Do you? Are you looking in the at the physical copies? Um, no, I'm looking on our website. You can okay. go to thedruseum.com/ea forever after and see these too. <laughs> um, they're super cool. I mean,
1: you know, at this point, it's something that became common. Like, yeah. it's something. Well, I know we briefly mentioned the idea of doubles, and I probably have like several copies of certain ones True. like I feel like the blue one I have a the lot. blue of the one game. yeah
0: that must and the, the green one you know what though I'm looking at the orange one right now the the uncommon one and there's yeah. a like promo picture of her that is definitely abnormal so these were these were cool they were well done uh they mm. all had a different thing remember you can so they all say you can and then <gasps> defy oh yeah rebel uh feel overcome i'm reading them i don't have them memorized by the way (laughs) they're just really cool it's
1: like such Um, a moment one other thing about them yeah one other thing about them is when we were talking about kind of movies having been promoted a certain way Mm -hmm. i think this this is emblematic of that very much so like having something that you would collect before you've even seen a movie i I mean oh that is funny to be fair i'm sure these things were out the month that it came out yes so you know you would have seen it and been really into well, it but like I think it's like the build-up though I think it no because I think yeah. it came
0: out in August and these are August issues which came out in July right
1: I just yeah and I just can't really imagine magazines doing that same thing
0: but maybe we're wrong maybe
1: it's one of those things like but like again I don't think it might so. be like a very high budget like yes. I don't know so it's it's so well now they'd be
0: spending their budgets on stuff on the website i mean on the website on the internet <laughs> oh that's true right? like they're not gonna yes. spend their money on postcards to go in magazines that nobody's buying anyway
1: i also just Definitely. i love imagining that somebody might their actual postcards right yeah like did people send these
0: like that's oh, so cute probably oh that's cute okay anyway guess what that wasn't even in our notes and we just spent 10 minutes talking about it okay but the whole point was we're talking about the magazines that were coming out around the time of promotion so 17 magazine had a beautiful promo pictures from the movie and you know what so and I'm probably going to butcher her name again Peggy Sarada she took those pictures, so I almost oh. wonder if the teen people ones were done in a similar time frame. You know? Oh, because her face looks very similar,
1: and they're both. Well, one's a wig, and one is um extensions. W- yeah, yeah. Ooh, I wonder if we could somehow confirm that,
0: Peggy. Anyway, that's that's <laughs> Peggy. Are you listening? <laughs> Reach out to us. How do but you? But I drew thought that was kind of cool. I'm like, wait a minute. She did those pictures, and who knows where the teen people ones were taken? I looked at them. I was like, is this France? But you can't. I can't tell.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can't really tell. Um, intriguing. That's really yeah. intriguing.
0: And um, then Nickelodeon Magazine also had a promotional picture on the cover with daisies. Do you remember that? Yep. Oh, so cute.
1: It was a pretty cute cover. Like, kind of for you know, and it's interesting um that those both used like that photo shoot for the cover yeah (laughs) 17 was on the inside and then nickelodeon on the inside had like um movie stills right correct yeah. So it was, it was like a magazine. And what's funny when I think about that magazine, this is just like per, like a personal anecdote. Uh-huh. The copy I had forever had like one of the pictures cut out of it. <laughs> and it was like, why is it so hard to get an intact copy of Nickelodeon magazine? Like, I think it was like literally years before I had one that was fully intact. So
0: funny. It's really funny. Yeah. I'm looking um, at the cover right now. It's really cute. They actually showed it in Biorhythm. I remember they like zoom Aww. in. Oh, on- Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And speaking of magazines that are hard to get later, we mentioned LA Times Mag and uh, USA Weekend kind of both falling yeah. back because literally released for one day in, in the newspaper. That's true. Oh, my gosh. Um,
0: yeah. So those- They're both like
1: flimsy paper. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> very flimsy paper, especially, especially LA Times Mag. Um, yeah, that I didn't one, get that for a long time. And that one is really a sweet photo shoot. Yeah, it's um, really cute. And I, I had that one. I had also had a terrible copy of,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, well, I was reasons- just
0: telling you before we recorded that my USA weekend, I got that like from the newspaper when it came out Yep. and yep. I stapled it to my wall because that was a thing that we did with magazine pages back then. And yeah, I just saw <laughs> like, I just happened to be flip. Oh, cause I was looking for pictures of myself from 1998 and I saw yes. a picture of my bedroom where that was on the wall. And I was like, Oh, that like crappy paper I stapled it to the wall. Like, i've definitely replaced that issue since then because it just got yep. destroyed
1: <laughs> yep speaking of things that got destroyed on uh bedroom walls because of oh. course i also had plastered walls uh, much of my drew collection was just on the wall you know <laughs> in like probably early 99 maybe a little bit later and at some point i had my window open and my mom watered it was like watering a plant outside my window and sprayed in my oh. room and a bunch of my stuff got wet. I'm sure there's still a couple things in my binders I bet you, that probably you still do have water yeah. damage. Um, but you know, it was just like a okay, that <sighs> was dumb. Like that live was, and like, learn. Light. <laughs> like it's just super funny though. Like we're just like stapling. You know, oh. I mean, this is just-, just like. 90s teens early 20- 2000s teens we put
0: things on the wall like, yeah that's, that's what we did it. it wasn't we weren't thinking about the f- future it's gotta just kill your archivist mind these days yes <laughs> yes so
1: everyone knows I have a master's degree in uh library studies now so I think about the stuff and cringe but I'm like it's part of its history you yeah. know, like if I
0: have that object like it has a story so to be fair I used to also glue my magazine pages to printer paper that was that was my scrapbook like not just clippings full pages that's how I like (laughs) had them and then I had them in a folder oh my gosh you know what they needed to stay in place (laughs) yeah we can we'll we'll have a collecting episode later yes that would be fun that would be so uh those were the big magazines I hope we hit them all and then she also had some tv appearances Mm -hmm. uh the today show Which isn't a super strong memory for me, except she's holding, I think it's a shark, like a toy shark in the interview. And with no (laughs) explanation. I wonder if if somebody handed it to her. It must be because she even like holds it up to the camera with this little like, wink, hey, hey, I got the shark. (laughs) But she never explains herself. (laughs) That's so cute. I don't remember that, but I love it so much. Um, And then we can't remember... Which Rosie O'Donnell cause she basically went on Rosie every time she promoted something for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And so I have all of my talk show appearances from this era are on one tape. So if it was a talk show appearance, it went on a specific tape. Like other things went on other tapes. I had all system. <laughs> I was really hoping that I had transferred that tape to DVD because a lot of these you can't find on YouTube. Um At least I haven't been able to. And I look pretty hard. (laughs) But anyway. you're a good detective. I know. I did not have that one transferred, which I really would love to do. So Mm -hmm. I'm totally working off memory. I don't even remember what she was wearing. The only thing that I think was this appearance that I remember is they did like this craft where they made like birdhouses. I do remember the craft. Okay. (laughs) Yep. Uh, I don't remember in what format they made the bird oh wait i am remembering they used old milk cartons
1: oh my god
0: yeah yes (laughs) but the only thing we but like memorable part is drew says I love perching birdies. (laughs) We like quote that all the time. Cause I think that they say this is where the bird
1: can perch and that's her response. And it's so her, it's (laughs) like, if for all of you that have seen it, like you can imagine it, but you can also probably imagine it if you haven't seen it,
0: like just Drew, like saying,
1: I (laughs) love perching birdies. (laughs) Of course she said that.
0: (laughs) Yep. And then of course she went on Letterman because that's also what she always used to do for, Mm -hmm. Man, for years, years, years with that one. Yep. Um, she's wearing that gray sweater, which I always felt like when Kate Hudson impersonated her on SNL, they were copying yes. this outfit. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. I don't remember a ton about this appearance, except I remember she says she's describing the clip they're about to watch, and she says she nails the prince, and everyone's like, "Ooh," and she's like, "With an apple, with an apple." <laughs> <laughs> like, i'm sure she was flirting with dave a lot i think that would like goes without saying but uh man yeah we, we gotta refresh our memories on these things you guys have no idea how much footage we're sitting on on vhs tapes it's like yeah depressing yeah i have so much
1: <laughs> and my tapes are in storage right yeah now. <laughs> mine are
0: basically in the same in my garage where i'm sure yeah. the Vegas heat is treating them real well okay let's not think (laughs) about these things so then we also have the premiere of um ever after in LA Mm -hmm. and Luke Wilson came as her date we talked in the previous Mm -hmm. episode how their relationship status is murky at this time he didn't go with her to anything in the whole year prior to this is that okay right that sounds right um also courtney cox and david arquette came uh this was during never been kissed filming so that makes sense plus you know mm-hmm. they did scream together they had like a good friendship uh they when she got a star on the walk of fame they put an ad out I think congratulating her which was really cute it's so sweet and then uh you know some of her co-stars from ever after like du gray <laughs> <laughs> actually that might be from that letterman episode which she says do great brilliant <laughs> yes yes um and that's i guess it i mean ever after was another huge hit it, like yep. now she has two gigantic blockbuster major studio movies that came out within a few months of each other yep and it's wild because she was not there a few years prior yep just really cool it was a huge year for her and there was just so much public interest in her at that time we'd mentioned Mm -hmm. in the previous episode about how mtv had biorhythm and uh e did the celebrity profile well then i remembered that a and e also released biography and fox uh did this famous family show about the barrymores where jade came on and provided some really cool photos from Drew's childhood yeah Uh, all of those specials have some really cool photos I've tried to like gather screenshots over the years of the really rare photos and they're all horrible quality but (laughs) Mm, yeah Uh, so I mean that's wild four biography type specials about her in the span of a couple months yeah that's that's crazy but it's just completely makes
1: sense though when we yeah. think back to this time and just how much attention was on her
0: yeah and what a bummer that nowadays if they did that they'd be interviewing us for information <laughs> uh, we missed our calling <laughs> We can right. travel <laughs> that's true so we can move on to september and october uh mm-hmm. gearing up for home fries which was delayed release because home fries filmed at the end of 1996 and it didn't come out yep. for two years. So not, yep. I'm not really sure what the story is there, but definitely I think it was expected to come out previously. Um, and I,
1: I, I just get the sense it's like an odd movie. So yeah. I think it was, I think it was hard to market. It's a dark comedy. Yeah, absolutely. So it was probably just, I don't really know if it was, was it like an independent film and it was being shopped around? Like Maybe.
0: That would make so sense.
1: So it's an odd movie. You know, it's a, it doesn't have the same. Um, mass appeal. Like, ma- exactly. Mass yep. appeal as Ever After did or The Wedding yeah. Singer did. Um, but it's, you know, it's really fun. Drew's adorable in it. I like it's a, it. It's a unique movie. It's actually, you know, um, Catherine
0: O'Hara, like now everybody loves her because of Schitt's Creek, but she's really good in that movie, like really funny and really crazy. I need to rewatch.
1: I need <laughs> I to rewatch haven't, I haven't it. seen
0: it in years. We'll definitely yeah. do an episode on it. Um, but yeah. before it came out, they took it to the Toronto International Film Festival mm-hmm. and uh, promoted it there. And that's cool. <laughs> I guess we we can't speak to it much. Um, yeah. I do remember, I don't know if it's clips or photos, but I've definitely some, I got some sort of vibe, like her and Luke were like on the rocks at that time, which I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a vibe I got. And was was he there? Yes. Yes. Okay. And there's like some awkward photos of them. Okay. You know? So
1: but your vibe, like, I'm sure it's, it, it's based on evidence. Yeah.
0: Based on evidence. <laughs> and we know they were pretty on and off for a while yeah. so yeah um but then I guess Ever After still hadn't come out in Europe so after she went and did the home fries at the film festival she then went to Europe to promote Ever After oh and the and
1: such a beautiful dress this is like yes. one of my favorite things that it I have really things
0: of. yes I know why are and, those clippings so special so we're talking about The gala in Florence, Italy, that they had forever after. And she's wearing that dress that was made out of like a hundred scarves. Yep. And she's also wearing the glass slippers from the movie. And
1: oh I forgot about that yeah. but the, the, like I think she just looks like she's glowing yes like she just looks really and she inc- usually
0: doesn't look like that no.
1: <laughs> and she looks <laughs> for some More reason particularly yeah it also might be and this is kind of like we talked about in style doing features I think yes. they had a feature on this and I think that's yep. one reason why like maybe those pictures are so good that my memory yeah I don't know it's probably it's like I'm sure it's a variety of things but it's just such one it's like one of my
0: favorite looks she just looks so lovely and yeah. like it's just was a special night for her you can tell oh yeah. I'm looking at some of the pictures right now and there's cute pictures of her dancing like <laughs> at
1: the yeah. party and the dress the dress is really special like I'm pretty sure it was like completely unique made oh yeah for her. I think it was handmade one of a kind yeah. it's very very it's cool it's really cool Um, a couple other events we I don't know if you want to kind of speak to like (laughs) Las Vegas related
0: events yeah well so she and Edward Norton came to the opening of the Bellagio Hotel and that like made me insane because this was the first time she came to Vegas like when I was a huge fan so like I I certainly didn't know about when it was happening yeah there was like one small clipping printed Maybe in, like, Vanity Fair or something random like that. And I was also, like, getting pretty into Edward Norton at that time. So I was yeah. just like, oh, this is so crazy. Yeah. And <laughs> speaking of speaking of Edward Norton, she yeah. went to the premiere
1: of his movie, Americanist Drek's. That's true. Um, where she seems to have either encountered or gone with Eric Robinson.
0: No, I'm sure it was an encountered. Yeah, uh, there's pictures of her with her ex, Eric, from Hole. And gosh, I don't think them... We ever saw them together again until, remember they went to that, um, I feel like it was an art event of some sort.
1: When you started to speak, I was thinking it was maybe like a a shepherd fairy thing.
0: Oh, maybe. Or is it something
1: else? Are you thinking of like something like in the last 10 years?
0: Yeah, it was in 2011, I believe. She has her hair up in a bun, which is kind of unusual for her. And she's like dancing. And anyway, he was there and there's a picture of them together. And there's just something really cute about that. um yeah she was hanging out with edward Norton. a lot of people assume that they dated that was like misreported all the time because they went together to the oscars in 99 yeah and as far as we know and as far as they ever claimed they were just friends like they had an apartment together in new york when they did everyone says i love you yep um but and i don't know if i ever told you this on her show somebody asked her a question about like dating a friend and she told this anecdote that I feel like is about him (laughs) okay (laughs) where basically like oh we were always just friends and then like we were best friends and we never dated it was never like that and then one night something changed and we hooked up and then it was weird afterward and I don't know for some reason the way she described it I was like she's talking about Edward Norton Hmm. (laughs) I know because they were really close like yep. doing a lot together he went on snl when she hosted and then it was like then they never saw each other again <laughs> interesting yeah. anyway i'm not trying to start rumors or anything but you're gonna be quoted story
1: <laughs> you're gonna be quoted in <laughs> um the national inquire about yeah this. <laughs>
0: something horrible or like hello for some reason their website <laughs> I get news alerts and they're like the worst, stupidest stories ever. Drew Barrymore's fans are losing their mind over this thing she posted. Like, no, no one's losing their mind. (laughs) 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 Anyway. (laughs) Um, And then that same time we had Premiere Magazine, which was a great one. Yeah, that's a
1: really wonderful. I have good memories of like those images and
0: yeah really su- in that yeah. big like two-page spread and yeah. they're just sweet like I don't they're not like especially unique but they're just
1: sweet they're just sweet and they just feel sweet. and this isn't like to try to say pure is good but like they feel pure somehow like yeah they, maybe because and- she's
0: like making little angel hands in one of them <laughs> don't remember that but you know it works well you Um, know i'm gonna include it in the episode gallery now (laughs) yes yes okay so that takes us to the final end of the year november and december and this is when home fries is actually coming out in america Mm -hmm. uh so she went on rosie o'donnell again Mm -hmm. all i really remember is that she brought Flossie, and i remember like Flossie's like laying on the stage and they were like the audience was trying to like not be too loud and scare Flossie I I vaguely remember this (laughs) and that like I don't remember what Drew was wearing but I do remember uh her and Rosie sing this song for Thanksgiving where it's to (laughs) the tune of uh, my favorite things from the sound of music. And the, the like premise of the song is how Drew's a vegetarian. So she enjoys different things at Thanksgiving. So like, <laughs> <laughs> Drew's like, mine's nutritious. And Rosie's like, mine's delicious. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> for some reason it sticks in my head really well. <laughs> we need to get that digitized. And, uh, I know. I know. Man, this is a good like motivation to do that. And then. When she goes on Letterman, this one, I have very clear memories of because I think it stands out for me as one of the best times she appeared on there. Oh, she's wearing that. We don't even have photos, but she's wearing that low cut blue floral dress. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. So this is like when she's like peak flirting with him, like more than when she flashed him. (laughs) (laughs) like she is like flirting hardcore with him and he he comments about the dress at one point and he says like are you just like about to fall out of that thing
1: yes because really her bra low. is showing yeah her, and showing. her bra
0: is showing and she I says i remember that i hope you know it's with great purpose <laughs> yes yes i do remember this and then so that. she must have been in new york with Flossie, obviously because she brought her on rosie and she wants to show that she has a what did they call them stupid pet tricks i don't remember it i do remember like the trick but i don't
1: remember the i don't remember like the segment
0: yeah so like they're getting ready to end her her part and she's like wait i do a trick with my dog Flossie," and they're <laughs> like we don't have time and then letterman's like i don't care roll it <laughs> <laughs> That's right, and yes, I was looking for this on YouTube like a few months ago because I was trying to find that the part with Flossie, and I could not find it. And I was looking through all kinds of stuff,
1: but I can Uh, picture it. Like she's wearing, isn't she wearing a little like cowboy hat? Yes, yes. And
0: there's like, is there a scarf on Flossie or something? Like I think so. And yep, and they're in a hallway. So the reason I was looking at it was because they're clearly in the hallway at CVS which is where she films her show. And so I wanted to see like, what if it was the same hallway? Like, you know, just one of those weird things I was like yeah. about. Anyway, we'll find it. I found like a horrible quality part of it because Missy had that part in her wildflower video that she made.
1: Oh, okay.
0: But it's not good enough quality to be able to tell about the hallway. It's probably not the same hallway, but (laughs) anyway, we should explain what the trick is. (laughs) If you remember... All I remember is the bang. Yeah, so she she's like Flossie's supposed to be like an outlaw, and she's like a sheriff, and she shoots Flossie with a fake gun, and Flossie falls down on the ground. It's so cute. It's so cute. Gets and belly rolls rubs. on and rolls on their back. It's yeah. really sweet. Flossie. <laughs> oh. Yeah, uh, man, just some good appearances back then. And then Matt, yeah, the year was rounding down. Like she had we had our last mag like major magazine. So when we're saying magazines, we're talking about like magazines that specifically did photo shoots that were brand new that put her on the cover and had a whole full feature. There are like dozens and dozens and dozens of other magazines that year that she was in, in some capacity. Yeah. But we can't even begin to list those. We have a section on our website for that.
1: I guess we can also kind of just to make it clear about what a clipping is. I mean, just in case, people don't know what that means. Oh,
0: that's so weird. I thing. mean,
1: a clipping to me is generally like a less than a page image yes. that's clipped out of a magazine or newspaper or some other. There you article. go. You nailed it. Exactly. Um, but you know, I I also would call a package of clippings something that would, it might include a full feature or yes. it would include a full page. True. Usually when we say, oh, there was a clipping of that, it, it was probably an image that was in a magazine that's less than a
0: page in yeah. size. And that could um, be like thumbnail size.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: It could be like three quarters of a page. <laughs> Literally. And actually just a little like Easter egg for you all. There's
1: a, po- a photo that Ashley posted of me from 1998 on our website in the at last episode. And on my computer screen, there are two pictures of drew stuck I to the computer thought so yeah um one of them is from the movie line 98 it's like literally less than an inch circular
0: <laughs> wait i had that movie line 98 small one in my diary if it's the same there you picture, go oh my so gosh. it's
1: probably i don't i'm guessing it might be was the beginning of the magazine yeah like in the contents yeah but it's just funny because it's like we saved everything <laughs> i mean if her name was mentioned in a little piece of something
0: an entire ziploc bag full of clippings with just text with like no photos yeah just (laughs) her name what am I ever gonna do with yes because would you clip them off of the clipping um no, it was like if her name was just mentioned in something. Oh, because she was attached, she was attached to a movie or she was Whatever spotted somewhere. Reason,
1: yeah. Anyway, so that's just a whole thing about magazines. Like, yeah, when we're generally talking about these features, it's the cover feature for the most part.
0: And like a brand new photo shoot was done for it. Like we're not talking about like some foreign magazine that reprinted a photo shoot from five years earlier. Because that happens yeah. all the time too. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah. us magazine. Before it was Us Weekly, which is a totally different thing than, you know, what it is now is not at all what it was then. It was same publishers as Rolling Stone. Yep. And just a really cool monthly entertainment magazine that always had amazing photo shoots. Mark Selger did shoots for them all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, so she was Mm -hmm. on the cover of the November issue in that another gray sweater. (laughs) Yep. Do you know who did this? Who did this shoot? Not off the top of my head, but now I'm going to have to go look because I don't want to have to come back in the next episode. The archive. I feel like it's John something. Oh, Mark. Mark Baptiste. Not super. Okay, Mark
1: Baptiste, I believe, did a couple other things with her. Maybe I'm remembering wrong.
0: We'd have to consult our photo shoot spreadsheet. Yes. (laughs) We have a photo shoot spreadsheet. (laughs) Yes, that Ashley put together but yeah, it's so cute. <laughs> she like, I love the ones that were hanging from the, um, playground, like rings, yep. you know, those rings <laughs> yep. cute. and like some yep. of those ma- uh, pictures were used later in f- like future magazines. Like, I feel like 17 used one of them at some point. Anyway, they had one of these happened. on a cover, I believe. A uh, teen. Teen ha- definitely had one of these on the cover. i they had one where she's in like a it almost looks like a fair ride. It's like yellow or something. I'm not describing this while well. I'm blanking on it. But maybe <laughs> We'll find it and it will be added to the episode. Yeah, there you go. Um and then the last thing that's really notable was that she showed up to the Billboard Music Awards to introduce Hole who were performing. Mm-hmm. And for reasons unbeknownst to us, she's wearing a random black wig. Because why not? I don't know. And
1: and speaking of clippings, like one of the ones I remember from that is she's just with Cher for some reason.
0: (laughs) Yep. So, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. Like she literally just walks out and says like, my friend's whole," and that's it. (laughs) <laughs> she's wearing a black wig and everyone's probably like why is drew barrymore wearing a black wig or like who is that yeah. <laughs> oh drew barrymore <laughs> like i'm trying to think of a reason her hair would have been weird like i think she was probably done filming never been kissed by this time i am truly had a blank i have Maybe no idea for fun yeah i guess she did used to do things like that with her hair or wigs i mean she wore that wig to the mtv vmas in uh, 1995 But that's because that like made that whole look like the black wig is just a little more. Huh. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But fun. I mean, I wouldn't mind if she would switch up her hair these days more often, but she's (laughs) done with that.
1: (laughs) Drew, give us a reason to update the hairstyle timeline and the wigging out timeline.
0: Like, Oh, we definitely need to update the wigging out timeline. It's like way because of her show. She's had so many wigs on her show
1: oh of course yeah like the, the what's the name of the character that's like is it mitzi
0: <laughs> missy banana more <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't even thinking of that one i was thinking like when she had the wizard of oz glinda costume oh of course she wore a ton of wigs in their last halloween episode where they did the different decades yeah yep we're we're way behind on the wigs but hey it's okay sometimes I feel like our website more like encapsulates a different era than necessarily present day
1: (laughs) you know what if you really want us to update the wig timeline shoot us shoot us a line (laughs) we need to hear from our beloved fans about what they want it's
0: true honestly thank you guys all for tuning in we would really really appreciate if you could rate review and subscribe we know every podcast says that but i think uh, the more ratings and reviews and subscribers that we get the more featured we can be the more yeah. likely that we can do all kinds of fun stuff with you guys so just if you have a moment just go do it real fast and then be sure <laughs> to follow us on instagram and twitter at how do you drew pod and uh
1: we've said it like two or three times but i'll go ahead and say it again <laughs> Send listener mail to howdydrupod at gmail.com, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Woohoo! Bye, guys. Thank you. How Do You Drew podcast is brought to you by Ashley and Anne from com. Our theme song is by our dear friend, Matt Costa. Thank you for listening and see you next time.